Welcome to Bay's View. Unlike most podcast creators, I've never written a best-selling book and I'm not an expert on anything. What I'm calling myself is a professional learner. I grew up in the Midwest with seven younger siblings. Yes, seven. I was always a sponge to those around me, especially those who I've admired. I've been so lucky to always have people in my life who believe in me more than I sometimes do in myself. I've accomplished some cool things, but I've realized what I really love is to grow from the journey and learn as much as I can along the way. I love connecting with people, oftentimes through humor. Life is funny. It's okay to laugh and learn at the same time. I'm going to leverage my network of dreamers and experts in their fields to bring you amazing content so we can keep learning together week after week. Hi, listeners. Last week, I did a segment called The Week in Review. I've decided to rename it The Cab and Gab. It's Friday night, and I have my friend Mary in town from the great city of Chicago. I'm super excited because we definitely have some things to gab about. This is sponsored by my Y membership with Tooth and Nail. Hashtag ad, hashtag Lincoln Bile. Let's get it started. Let's do it. So Taylor has a new song out today called Call It What You Want. My disappointment is really peaking here. Did we like the first three singles? Was it gorgeous? They were mixed reviews. Mixed reviews. We should preface this with saying we've gone to her all her concerts, essentially. I we saw Taylor fans for a long time. We went to Red and Soldier Field together. I went to her concert in, at Levi Stadium in Santa Clara, the 1989 tour. Um, I went to her first. She opened for Carrie Underwood. Do you remember that? At Country Thunder. At Country. Were you there? You just remember that I went to that? No, you told me about it, that she was great. Yeah, she, oh, that's how early it was. This is Tim McGraw, teared off on my guitar. We're the same age. I mean, you and you, Mary and... Taylor are both 80s babies. I'm a 90s baby, so you're a little older than me. But, you know, we can say we're essentially the same age. (laughs) I want to say she also kind of inspired our acoustic guitar kick. Yes, for sure. Around that time, we were very emotional. I was crying about Drew as well. And so (laughs) we we were going through the same life things at the same time. This was years ago, though. This was years ago. That's what that's important to know. So with their new song, I love the violins at the beginning. Definitely her voice has gotten stronger. But she says things. The castle crumbled overnight. They took the crown. She brought a knife to a gunfight. Cliche, cliche. Victim, victim, victim. Um, we've heard it all before. We, we've heard it all before. I want to wear his initials around my neck, not because he owns me. Would you run away with me? These castle, prince, royal life references are so freaking old. Very repetitive. We're 27 years old, Taylor. 28. You're 28, so, oh my gosh. Um, We've grown out of it. We've grown out of it. It was cute in college. It wasn't even, even then when we were talking about love story, I was like, come on, really? And that was 2012. That was 2012. We're approaching 2018, Taylor. We need to grow. This is the sad thing. We thought she did it with the 1989 album. She came pop. She's like, welcome to New York. She's got a new friend group. She was all feminist, had the girl gang going. And Which is then, miss, but. Yes, but now to revert back to this love story, this is like her second album shit. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sick of it. And they're weak lyrics. They're just weak. So, I think we can help her. She can DM us. She can tweet at us. She, we're here for her. We're here for her. We are fans. This is not women bashing other women. I want people to know that. That's I care. Too. I care about... T- I've invested time in listening to her for years. We want to love her. Again. We want to love her. Like, <laughs> let us love you, Taylor, and come hang out with us. 
with real normal people. We That's can cab and gab. We can cab and gab. We'd love to have you on. We can get to the root of some of these issues, you know? Come to work with me. Be a normal working lady. Do you know? Like, get out into the world. Maybe that won't work. I don't know. That could be just naive of me. But in, in Mary suggested that she should hang around her normal... Like, Haim is pretty normal. Her good friends from that She group. should go the Haim route. Go back to the electric guitar, some mature lyrics, something more relatable to our age group. Like, it, go that route. Yeah. Maybe her marketing. Maybe she's like a data master and they run the numbers and they're like, the majority of her listeners are 13-year-olds. Keep singing about castles and white horses and princes. Well, soon those people will grow up too, though. Like how long? Maybe she'll only ever be relevant. She'll be like eighty, singing to (laughs) thirteen-year-olds. But you were gonna go into the only thing worse than Taylor. Oh, coming to San Francisco Thursday night, I'd have to say the only thing worse than Taylor Swift's repetitiveness, no maturity, is the Bart system in San Francisco. It's a bunch of old couches from a basement, it seems. Yes. Um, I described it as a bunch of commuters have been farting on them for two decades. (laughs) It's nothing like the Chicago CTA. Chicago. Oh, hands down. They they figured out public transportation. That's what frustrates the hell out of me here. You have the smartest people in the world. People who are autonomous cars. People who are powering the future and seeing the future cannot figure out i mean these people i think it's just that nobody cares right so bart system taylor swift tweet us we got ideas we got stuff for you exactly now for part two of the cabin gab round two Go-de-go! cheers run for cover so mary words i should know drip you drip. use this what is a drip drip i'm pretty sure i heard it from my mom okay south cider Drip is like a dud of a, a dude. A dude who's boring. He's um, a drip. He's a drip. Average. Okay. Average at best. Okay. You know, you just describe like, oh, I just had a date with this guy. Like, he no a drip. conversation. No enthusiasm. He was a drip. Okay. Now, what's a nip? A nip is the cab. Could be um, a beer. You're out with your friends. You're like, oh, you want to get a nip? It's just a little bit of alcohol, a little bit of buzz. Um, gotcha. Just a different way to... Get a buzz on. Everyone should use it in their vocabulary now. Yeah. You want to get a nip after work on Friday? Yeah. Not a happy hour. A nip. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Okay. And a lick. A lick is from our new favorite person, Cardi B. <laughs> yes. If you catch a lick, like in her song, caught a lick, it means you fell into some money. Some Sh-money. Money. Sh-money. Sh-money. Yeah. Sh-money, as she says. Yeah. Sh-money. Um, so maybe like an unexpected bonus. Yeah. Uh, it could be something like a scratch-off lotto ticket. Just... An extra, Ooh. extra bit of money that you fell into. Gotcha. Everyone needs to follow Cardi B on Instagram. Yes. Funniest videos, hands down. She keeps it real. She, she does. <laughs> she does. So, shows. Your show right now that you want to talk about. Show right now that I'm obsessed with is Big Mouth by Nick Kroll. He voices 70% of the characters, but the best character is the hormone monstrous, voiced by the one and only Maya Rudolph. Bubble bath. <laughs> Bubble bath. Bubble bath. Yeah. She's overly, um, like, not feminine. She's just basically... She's powerful. She's what women experience once a month. Yes. And she... This, this <laughs> is the premise of the show. These teenagers who go... Go uh, through puberty. Go through puberty. Experience these hormones for the first time. So Maya 
voices that. What it's happens? Just the good and the bad. The mood ranges. The um, she gets she's and like the click- sexy. <laughs> she's crazy. She's everything we are. <laughs> yes, what makes us be. beautiful? Exactly. Will and Grace. So it came back. It came back. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, but I've been binging the old season. How many seasons is the old? One? Or... I think the new season is the ninth. Okay. So they have long seasons. runs. That's a commitment. Should I, is it worth it? It's worth it. Some like cheap humor, but um Karen, that's her name, right? Karen Hilarious. The best. Okay. Karen and Jack. Um and then Will and Grace's friendship is pretty good and they have a funny back and forth and um Deborah Messing and who's she friends with in real life? Mariska Hargitay. But they're hanging mean, out right now. They're, they're hanging <laughs> they're out right now. They're doing what we're doing. They're doing what we're doing. Cabbing and gabbing. They're cabbing and gabbing, but a little bit more lavishly, probably. They they had a chef cook, not a failed pizza <laughs> night like us. We had big ambitions. <laughs> a uh, pizza oven was out. We had a paddle. The smoke detector ends up going off. We had dough. We, we had, had pepperoni. We, we had mushrooms. A whole operation just getting the pizza onto into the special oven that we have. Just failed. Miserably. Failed till we made a calzone. We Ellen, made Ellen fondled the dough. <laughs> We ended up having to just make a calzone. And... Yeah, I made you take it off Snapchat. It was way too sexual. <laughs> like, people cannot see It wouldn't make this. some people excitable. <laughs> um, okay. Lastly, this isn't new. This, is, this song is popular, I think. Well, Post Malone is popular. But he surprised me. I just thought he was a rapper, dude. I but, just knew he had shitty braids. Maybe he had grills. grills. Maybe they were braces. I, I didn't know what they were. But his song, I Fall Apart. Emotional. It's Emotional. a good song. Oh, I want to sing it right now so badly for you guys, Please. but I don't know Please. how. To, <laughs> I don't know how to, how to Just come a out. Taste. I can't. Ooh, I fall apart. Yeah. All right. Down to my bones. Okay. <laughs> I can never get the lyrics right. I'm not even listening to lyrics. I'm just feeling the emotion and grit in his voice. How about next podcast? You sing a little bit more. You got the guitar. Yes, I have the guitar. We'll get the lyrics down. Would you guys like that? Let me know if you'd like to hear me sing. My friend Mary, who joined us on the Cabin Gap this week, was supposed to join me for this next segment, but decided to opt out. I think because it has more of a serious tone... Some people don't like to talk about serious or sad stuff, but I'm not one of those people. So for the next five minutes, I'm going to chat about thanking people in life who help you out or who have had great influence on you, as well as what makes a great leader, in my opinion. I didn't have the chance to introduce Mary because I thought she was going to be joining me for this part, but I can still still do it. So Mary and I have been friends for about 10 years now. She really deserves a medal for that. We were on the same travel basketball team, and I was new, so I didn't know anyone Mary was extremely introverted at the time. Her words were she was so introverted that she couldn't really connect with anyone on the team. I tend to connect with shy people because I was actually shy until about 7th or 8th grade. Also, basketball wasn't our whole life. We had other interests like music, funny TV, boys. And for me, I always saw basketball as a way to help me get to where I wanted to go, which I didn't know at the time, and I still don't really know what that is. But I just knew it wasn't the end goal, which is different for a lot of people playing at that level. Our travel coach was also a high school coach in the Chicago suburbs and had won more games than any other coach in history. He was also very well known amongst college coaches because he had a great AAU team with a number of really incredible players coming from the program. 
Last year, I randomly FaceTimed him. I hadn't talked to him in about five years. Not because anything happened, I just kind of lost touch, which was my fault. So I was sitting at work and all of a sudden my phone on my desk, I was not touching it. That's key here to say, just how weird it was. Um, it says, FaceTiming Mr. Kip, our coach. So I grabbed the phone. And I'm like, oh, I hung up because you know I, I didn't mean to do that. I didn't want to interrupt him and I don't really FaceTime people. But then he FaceTimed me back and I answered right there in the office with all these people around. I didn't really care, honestly. I was like, oh, I should see what's up with him. So we started chatting and he asked me how it was liking SF and I told him he should come visit, which he was going to do because he loves it out here. Um, then I asked him how he was doing and that's where things got a little different and I knew something was up. He said, you know, I'm doing all right. Could be better. Didn't really sound like him at all. So right after I texted Mary and asked if she knew what was going on and if he was okay. A couple weeks later, she texted me and said she heard he had cancer. He sadly ended up passing away a few months later. That situation made me realize when someone does something nice for me or who someone who has great influence on me, I just need to tell them in the moment because you just never know what's going to happen. People like Mr. Kip deserve to be acknowledged for the amazing things he's done, like helping hundreds of girls get college scholarships, which is truly pretty life-changing. What was so important to me is that for whatever reason, he knew I was going to have a life and be successful outside of basketball. Like, he saw something in me that I didn't really even see it myself in the time. He just had a broader perspective on life than any other coach I ever played for. He was definitely the greatest coach I ever played for. And at the time, my junior year of high school, I was not enjoying basketball anymore, but needed a scholarship because my parents said, if I didn't get one, I would have to go to community college. And I was the first to go, so I didn't really want to call them on their bluff. He made basketball fun again, and I'm really grateful for that because even though it was playing in college was the hardest thing I've ever done, I've never had to pay a loan, and everything compared to that experience is easy. Really, all my siblings should know who Mr. Kip is and be grateful because with his help, I was able to get that scholarship, which allocated more capital for their colleges. He wasn't happy about my college decision, and in the end, he was totally right, but I was 17 when I made that call, which, which is crazy to me. My memories of Mr. Kip are of him always drinking a Coke and making everyone feel like they were a part of the team. I really think that was one of his greatest leadership qualities. Even though he was so accomplished and the best at what he did, he was never above chatting and joking with every single player on the team, from star player to the bench warmer. He knew respect had to be earned, even at his level, and he did that by being kind and going out of his way to everyone. There's this hilarious picture of us that I love. He came to sit next to me on the bus to chat about things, and we were both just so exhausted from all the travel and games that we both just like passed out midday. I think I'll post that picture, actually. Um, he was just super genuine and honest and fair. I think it was tough for some people to digest that, but for me, I just always really appreciated it. He would go out of his way to take us to restaurants that we wanted to go to when we were traveling. At the time, I was really into the Food Network, and I would watch all these travel shows, and New Memphis was really known for these two rib places, so we went to both. I remember he paid for us to go to Walt Disney World when we had a tournament in Orlando. And I think leaders have to make sacrifices to support those around them at times. And when they do, the team actually lifts them up more than they could have done on their own. I really believe that's a secret to any truly great leader. They need to genuinely care about those around them, listen, put their egos aside, which earns them respect of every person on that team and propels them to new heights. 
I hope you all enjoyed this podcast episode. Taylor Swift ended up dropping her full album this week, so I'd actually like to go back on what I was saying during the cabbing and gabbing segment. For some reason, the singles she released are by far the weakest songs on the album. I actually did hear a lot of growth on the songs like Dancing With Our Hands Tied and Dress. I really, really love Dress. It's reminiscent of FKA Twig's song, Two Weeks, which is like one of the sexiest songs ever. So Taylor, I take it back. You don't need to hang out with normal people. The album is actually a reflection of modern celebrity, which is different and really working for me. The offer still stands though, if you want to hang out with normal people. As of now, the next episode is going to be awesome. It's going to be about fashion, and my guests have deep expertise on the subject. Send me any questions you'd like to have answered. Looking forward to learning more with all of you next week. That's Bayesview.